today, yeah, on the bottom, uh, actually on the top of Chavdalet Omer Aleph, by the two dots, where it says, Nota Rubai. We're talking here about a case where a person has a big backyard, and he went and he planted most of it with trees. Nota Rubai, we treat it like a halacha of a front yard, and you're allowed to carry there. This is not a karfif. An area that you plant with vegetables is a place that a person can't comfortably walk around over there. But a place that you plant with trees, so you can very comfortably walk around there and sit there under the, under the shade of the tree. So therefore, it's still considered to be an area where a person could be dwelling there, and it's mutter to carry there. Dr. Gemara, Omer Av Omer Avimi. Avimi said, This is only true if you plant the trees in a straight row. So then, it's comfortable for a person to walk around in that area. But Rav Nachman says, it doesn't matter. Even if it's not planted in a row, still, a person can get into that area easily, and you can sit there under the shade, and it's not considered to be a karf. It's a regular area that a person dwells in, and you can carry there. So the Gemara brings an incident to prove what the halacha is like. My Yehuda... He came, he visited Rav Hunabar Yehuda. He saw the trees that were planted in his backyard, and they were not planted in a straight row. And it was an area that was more than base assigned, it was a large area, and they would carry them. Do you not agree to what Avimi said, that only if it's planted in a straight row, so then you're allowed to carry there? Omalei said, no, I don't. I hold like Rav Nachman, that even if it's not planted in a straight row, trees is an area where a person can easily walk around, and therefore it doesn't matter. Rav Nachman says in the name of Shmuel. Karfif yeser mi beisasayim. So this area of a karfif that's larger than a beisasayim, and you, you enclose this area not for the purpose of living there. So now you want to change the status of this area to be matter to carry there. What do you do? So what do you do? So the halacha is, if you're going to add a house that's going to be open to that area after the fact, once you already put up the fence and enclose that area, it's too late. The fence has to be made when a house is open to that area. So now that you already enclosed this area with a fence and you want to change the status of this area, so what are you going to do? Ketza duaisa. You have to make a breach in the wall of this chotzer that's larger than 10 amas. So once you make a breach that's, if, it, if the breach is less than 10 amas or 10 amas, so then it's not treated as a breach. It's considered to be a Pesach. It's like just like an, a doorway, an opening. And the fence around the chatzar is still, it's considered to be 100% enclosed with, a, with an opening of a doorway. We only have four gemaras being used over here. There should be nine gemaras here. Okay. So, okay. So, but if he makes a pirtze that's uh, larger than 10 amis, so what happens then? Now he broke the, the closing. It's not, it's not enclosed properly anymore. And then you close it back up to 10 amas. Then it's going to be allowed. So what did the person do? He, he broke it open, opens up a house to this area, and then closes it back up. So now when he closes it back up, you already had a house that was open to this area before. That changes the status of this area. 
Talk to Gemara. Have the house first and then make the defense. Yes. That's what he should. Yes. So in this in this place where he already put the fence up before he opened the house to it, is to break open the fence more than ten amis, then open up the house to this area and then close it back up. Ibayalohu. So the question was asked, how about if he does as follows? Parat's ama, he makes an opening of one ama, the godar ama, and then he closes it back up. Uparat's ama, he makes an opening of another ama and the godar, and he closes it back up. And he does that again and again, and combining all of these openings that he made together, you have more than 10 amas that he made an opening. But not all at the same time. Closed it, opened more, closed it, opened more. What's the halacha? Could we combine all of this area to the opening, or do we say no? He, did, he never had more than 10 amas open for a breacher. So he answered him, Lav Hainu Detnan, isn't this what we learned in a Mishnah regarding the halacha of the Kaili? When a keli becomes tummy, a klicheres that is, a klicheres, he can't table in the mikveh. What's the only way to be metayar a klicheres? Has to be broken, has to be a hole large enough that you can't use it anymore. That it's not a keli anymore. Kol kli balibatim shiyurun kirimoinim. The shear of a hole that you make in it, that it's not a keli anymore if the, shear, if the hole is large enough that a rimoin, a pomegranate, will come out. Uboy And then cheskiyah asked the question, Nikiv Kemoitzizayis. How about if you have a hole that's only as small as an olive? Sasmoy. And then you closed up that hole. Because of a Nikiv Kemoitzizayis, and then you have another hole that's a, like, only like a Zayis. Sasmoy, you close it up again. And again, it got a few holes, and each time you closed up the hole. If you combine all of these holes that it had together, it's as large as a Rimoin. Mahu. What's going to be the halacha? Is this considered to be a hole that's as large as a Rimoin, and it's not going to be a Kali anymore? And Rabbi Yechenen answered Chizkiah this question, Rabbi, Shani Salonu, didn't you teach us the following halacha? Sandal. You have a sandal. Also, it became Tomei. And this sandal, if it does not anymore have the ability to serve as a sandal, so then it's not going to be Tomei. It's not going to be Tomei anymore. So, Shanifsuka Achasmi Oznov. One of the straps of the sandal tore. But it, only one sandal, only one strap tore. In order for it to be tied, both straps have to tear. So one strap tore, vitikno, and he fixed that strap. Tome medris. So the tume that it had, the tume medris, which is a tume of azov, it's still tome. Nifsika shnia vitikno. So now the second strap also tore, and uh, you fixed it. Tohir. Since both straps tore, and you had to put on two new straps here, so then it's going to become tohir. Even though they didn't tear at the same time. So Tohir Mina Medris, the Tumah that it had originally from the Zav, from the Medris, it's going to be Tohir. Aval Mage Medris, a Rishinla Tumah. It is going to still be a Rishinla Tumah. And the reason is because even after it's not a sandal anymore and you can't wear it as a sandal, as a shoe, but now it's still something that you could use for something else. It's a piece of leather that could be used for something else. So this new item that's here now, touched. The shoe that it was before. So at least a secondary Tumah, a Rishinla Tumah, it does become. But the original Tumah that it has, goes off. So what do you see over here? Now, Chizkiya explained regarding this halacha uh, of the sandal. The Hokai Mashniya, when the first strap ripped. So it's still considered to be Tumah. Why? Because it still has the second strap. 
Shniyanami Hokai Marishaina when the second strap ripped, the first strap was fixed already. So why is it uh, why is it lose its tumma? If it was always one strap that was there. And you explained us the pshat in this halacha. Even if both straps didn't tear at the same time. But the fact is you have to fix both straps. It's two new straps. It's like a new shoe. It's like a, it's like a brand new thing. Right? So therefore, there was the shoe before. Now there's a new shoe. And in between, because it's a new shoe, so whatever tumor there was on the old shoe is not there anymore. So ta- ta- the new shoe ta- touches the old shoe. And therefore, it becomes a rishon latuma, but the original tumah is not there anymore. And it's the same thing also when you get to keli, the keli that had a kezayis of a hole, another kezayis, another kezayis, and it's large enough that together they're a hole like a rimoin, and you fixed it. So because you had to make, you had to fix the keli so many times, so it's like a new keli. Consider it to be a panim chadosh, it's a new keli, even though the hole wasn't one large hole together at the same time. So hachanami, going back to our Allah over here regarding the fence around the Chatzar, and you have to have an opening more than 10 Amas, and you, all, you didn't. You had one Amma, another Amma, another Amma, until it, you combine it all together, and it's like 10 Amas. Panem Chadasha is Ba'olikan. It's like a new, Panem Chadasha is like a new, a Panem Chadasha is that, uh, it's, it's like a new wall in the Chatzar, and therefore, it's considered to be an opening to a house. Even though he, uh, he didn't open up the whole ten amas at once, or more than ten amas at once, but it's like a new fence that you put up, and you open the house up to this area first, and therefore, it's going to be mutter to carry there. That was the compa- comparison that he made here. Kari alei, so he said regarding this comparison, les deim bar nash, bar inish. This is something, this is like a malach. Only a malach could come up with this idea. This concept is so amazing that only a malach could say this. Others say, oh, To say something like this, oh, you have to be a real mensch to be able to, to have a, a seichel of an adam, of a person. You have to be on a level of a barnash to say this. Okay, interesting. I'm not sure exactly what's so unique about this comparison more than anything else. The Gemara uses this expression. We had this before in the Gemara and Shabbos. This whole, this, this shtickle here. And the Gemara says this uh, swara. There is the Gemara and Shabbos that says that imari shainim kamalachim so he was telling him to say such a svara, you're speaking like from a previous generation. And they were compared to Malachim, in contrast to us, which are only like humans. Or they were like humans and were like Chamayrim. So those, that's the, the two Lashainis that the Gemara brings over here. Amar Rachba Abatim. A lot behind the house. You can't be metaltal there, only in Dal Damas. So two points. First of all, we're talking about a lot that's too big. It's more than base Asayim. And here's where Chachamim made their Gzeda not to carry. And also, today, a lot behind the house has a door in the back, which is used constantly for people in the house to come and live there and, and you know, whatever, use it uh, to the house. But then, the Rochba, that was a Abatim, did not have a door that was open in the back of the house. The door of the house was open only to the front, and the back was just used as a storage area. So, over here, Chacham's Gzeira apply not to carry. If you open the door from your house, not only in the front, but also in the back, so you're allowed to carry in the back as well. Even though it's more than based on sign, correct? Pesach matiroi, the doorway of your house, is mat to this area. 
But Veloya Maron, that's only said, Only if he opened up the doorway of his house and only afterwards he enclosed that area. Again, this goes back to the point we said before. You can't open up a house to this area after the fact that you already enclosed the area. Only if you opened up the door before. If you opened up the door to your house to this area and then you enclosed it, pshita. Obviously, this is an area, this is like any area that you have a house open to this area. The halacha always is that it's, it's an area that a person lives in and it's not just stam like a garden or a park that people don't live there. Obviously, you're allowed to carry it. The Gzerah Chacham doesn't apply in such a case. What's the Chiddush? Answers the Gemara, Leitzriche de Isbei Bei Dori. The, the Chiddush over here is that you open your door to an area where there's a base dari means there's a storage area where you put all your tvua there. Right? So even though you opened your door from your house into that area, but it's a storage area made for tvua. Ma'al de teime adaita de dari of day. You're not really opening the door to the back lot of your house because people of the house are going to live there, are going to come there constantly. It's being opened for the purpose of the storage because you want to be able to bring in from the storage into the house. But it's the, the opening of the doorway is not considered to be that now you have a dwelling that's open to this area. Kamash Mulan, so the Chiddush is that even though you have this back lot which also has a storage area, nevertheless, once you have a door open, it's considered to be open to a house and therefore you can carry there. So this area that's more than Beis Asayim, that was enclosed for a Direm, and it got filled up with water. So the was made, it was enclosed for an area for people to live there. So you're allowed to carry there. But then the whole area got filled with water. So now what's the halach of this water? So before we were speaking about an area that was made for people to live there, but then you decided to make a vegetable garden there. So the Gemara said, that's a problem. People are not going to live there anymore. Then you have an area where you decided to plant trees there. Plant trees there, people are still going to go there. Now the Gemara is asking, what happens if it got filled with water? So the Rabbana wanted to say, Now that it got filled with, with water, so it's like an area that you planted, a, a vegetable garden, and people don't want the It becomes Asa to carry there. Huh? Swimming pool now. Sort of. It's either like a swimming pool or it's an area that you could use the water for drinking water. As we'll see, the Gemara will say. So Rav Abba said, or the brother of Rav, it was said in the name of Rav, if your backyard became filled with water, so that's like you planted it with trees, and you're allowed to carry in that area. Right, so, of course, we're talking in an area that most of it got filled with water, but there's still an area that you can walk around. So even though it got filled mostly with water, it's like an area that was planted with trees, and you're allowed to walk there, you're allowed to carry there on Shabbos. So the Gemara explains, Omar HaMeimar, Vuhu Dechazian L'Tashmishta. This is only if the water that's there is fit for use. It's drinking water. So then, just like the trees that you can go and live and, and be there under the trees, you go out to your backyard and you draw water to drink from it. So that's the area that's still a dwelling for a person. But if, you had a, if, it, if it flooded your backyard in a way that you're not drinking from this water at all, you, you just can't go there. You're not going to use that area like a swamp. So then light. So then it's not, uh, it's not fit for, for a person's use. Ravashi Ravashi adds another detail. Even when it's fit for use, it depends how deep this water is. 
If the water is deep, ten tvachim, and that depth of ten tvachim is as large as this space of more than base asayim, which is you're not allowed to carry, then it's a problem. Even if the person can use the water for drinking water, but how, how deep down do we consider this water to be accessible to the person to use? Up to ten tvachim. If it's deeper, if it goes down deep ten tvachim, and it has this area of more than base asayim, deep ten tvachim, that's not an area that we consider to be that the person is using. Rashi brings over here that this is similar to what you learn in the Gemara and Shabbos, when you have a puddle of water in the middle of walking in the Shusarabim, so that's considered to be part of the Shusarabim. Why? Because people will go through it. But if you have an area in the Shusarabim, which is a puddle, and that puddle is deep ten tvachim, nobody's going into a puddle that's deep, <coughs> deep ten tvachim. People are going around it. So that area is not part of the Shusarabim. So the same thing over here. If you want to say that this area is an area that people are still using the water because it's good water to drink from it, that's only if it's not deep ten tvachim in this large size of Beis Asayim. Aval im yesh ba'imka yesem Beis If it's deep more than ten tvachim in the depth of Beis Asayim, so then it's going to be Aser. Because now you have an area that people are not using it. And the Gemara says, this is Rav Ashi, but Valav Milsihi. We don't pask in this way. Why not? Midi dahava akariya de pedi. Similar to if a person would have in his backyard, the area that he uses, that he lives there, but he has a huge pile of fruits. Massive pile of fruits that could be very big, very tall, even ten tvachim high. Massive pile of fruits. Is the person going to be able to access all of the fruits? No. The fruits on the outside, he can take the fruits that are in the middle of the pile, or the fruits that are very tall, he can't access it, but it doesn't matter. The fact is that this fruits, this pile of fruits, is fit for a person's eating. So therefore, the, it doesn't make a difference how large that pile is, it's not mevatl, the dwelling space of the area. The same thing with the water, if this is drinking water, the fact that it's very deep and you can't access the water all the way at the bottom, it doesn't matter. It's considered to be drinking water and it's a living area, so therefore it's not mevatl, the living space over here in this area. Huh? Yeah. Zog to Gemara. Hahi So there was an open area that was more than a base asayim, and it was not enclosed for living there. So this is an area that Chachamim will geyze that you can't carry there, which is the halach of a Carmelis. The havoi bepum nare the chad gise. The havoi, okay, sorry, again. The havoi bepum nare, which was an area called pum nare. You know what, before we see the Gemara inside, take a look at the picture, and then we'll read the Gemara inside, you'll see what we're talking about. Okay. This is going to be, which number picture are we at? Picture, Kuf, Tzadik, Vov. Okay, so in the center, you have a Rochba, you have a big open area, and there are no houses open to it, and it's more than Beis Asayim, nobody lives in it. So it's like a Carmelis, you're not allowed to carry there. And then on one side, you have a Mavoy. You see the Mavoy on one side? And that Mavoy is enclosed from all three sides. And then on the other side, you have a, a vineyard, but then you have a shvil. You have a pathway for, in, in between these two vineyards that goes down to a river, all the way down to a river. So this shvil is also considered to be enclosed from three sides. It has two walls on two sides, and it also has a river on the third side. That river has a drop-off of ten tvachim, and therefore it's enclosed from all three sides. So in the shvil you could carry... Theoretically, you should be able to carry. In the Mavu, you should be able to carry. And in the Rochba, in this area in the middle, you can't carry. Okay? But now the problem is, this Mavu, 
you have to have a lechi and a kaira to be allowed to carry in it, right? Like every, like every mother, you have to have a lechi and a kaira. And the same thing with the shvil. The shvil has to have a lechi and a, or a kaira to be able to carry in it. So the Gemara wants to figure out how are we going to be matter to carry in this rachba. How big is the rachba? More than Beis Asayim. So therefore the rachba is, is a problem. Once it's larger than Beis Asayim and nobody lives there, you're not allowed to carry there. So that's the case. Let's see now in the words of the Gemara. There's this open air rochba, or it's, it's, it's enclosed actually, but it's an area that's more than base asylum and nobody lives there that was been in the, in the city of Pumnara. Huh? Like you see in the picture, it's enclosed from all four sides, but it has an opening to a mavoy on one side and has an opening to a shvil on the other side. On one side, it's opened to the city, to a mavoy in a city. And on the other side, it's open to a pathway between wind vineyards. And Vishvil Shal Kramim, and this pathway of the vineyards, have a salik Laguda Denara. Went all the way down to a river. So, how do you, what, what do you do over here to be matter to carry in this area? You, you carry in this Rachba. And once, you can be mat, once this Rachba becomes a Rishusa Yachid, if you're going to be matter, this Rachba to become like a Rishusa Yachid, so then, automatically, the mavoy on one end and the shvil on the other end, you'll be allowed to carry there. The problem with the mavoy and the shvil that are on both ends of this rachba is that the rachba in the middle is not like a regular shusayach. It has a halacha like a karmelis, so you're not allowed to carry four amas. A mavoy that's open to a karmelis, you have to put up a lechi and a kaira. If we're going to turn this rachba into a regular shusayach, so then the mavoy is open to a shusayach. And the shvil will be open to a shusayach. So you'll be allowed to carry in both of them. So what should we do? So Abaye says, What should we do over here? So Rashi says, what do you mean, what should we do? We just learned in the Gemara and Amar Allah, very simple. Make an opening, make a breach in the wall of this Rachba, more than 10 Amas, and then rebuild the wall and open a house to it. But obviously that's a possibility, but it's a very big tircha to do that. To make such a huge hole in the wall and to open up a house to it. They want to know what could they do in an easier way without that. <clears throat> so how about to make a mechitza by the end of the shvil, by the end of the pathway that goes to the river, make a wall over there. So what's, the gonna, what's gonna be the mile of making the wall over there? This shvil is sort of an extension of the rachba. So if you're gonna put up a wall over here at the end of the uh, at the shvil, so because it's an extension of the rachba, that wall is also going to be considered a wall for the rachba itself. So if you put up that wall over there, so then the wall is going to be not only for the shvil, the wall is going to be for the rachba as well. So it's going to help. No, no, because once, um, as we see, the Gemara is going to explain, once you put up a wall that works for the shvil, for the shvil it will work. For the shvil itself, it will work. Once it works for the shvil, it works for the rachba as well. Just a second. The shvil didn't have a problem. It was enclosed. Right, you're right, you're right, you're right. And the chanami, the shvil was already enclosed. Just a second. Um. <coughs> okay, so Rashi adds that you're making that uh, that mechitza uh, at the good denara with the intention that now the rachba is going to be used for a dira. So it's being made to change the status of the Rachba that now you're going to use it as a dira. Until now you did not live there, you did not use it as a dira, but you're making it to change it to be used as a dira. Okay? So he's not stamp putting up a mechitza there, but he's putting up the, the, the mechitza to use it as a dira. So the Gemara says, no, you can't do that. Why not? 
You can't add a mechitza on top of another mechitza. You have by the nor, it has a drop off of 10 tvachim. So there's already a mechitza in that area because of the height. So to add another wall there, to make another height of 10 tvachim, it doesn't accomplish anything. There's already a mechitza there. Another eitza. Velevedle tzurasa. The rochba itself. No, the rochba, the rochba itself. You have to open up a wall of ten, uh, 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 more than ten tefachim. Le'evedleit tzuras ha'pesach apume deshvil shel kromim. So how about putting up a tzuras ha'pesach at the opening of the shvil? This pathway, not by the river, by the opening of the pathway when it enters into from the rochba into the pathway, make a wall right over there, or at least the tzuras ha'pesach right over there. And what's, how does that work? So this shvil shel kromim needs a, needs a uh, lechi or a kaira or a tzuras pesach in that area. Right now, in this shvil shel kromim, you can't carry. Why not? Because it's only enclosed from three areas. And on the fourth side, it's open to a rochba. And because it's open to this rochba, which is like a carmelis, on the fourth side, you can't carry in this shvil shel kromim. If you put up a tzuras pesach at the opening of the shvil shel kromim, now you'll be allowed to carry in the shvil shel kromim. So, huh? So because this Tzuras HaPesach worked and accomplished something for the Shvul Shal Kromim, so this is a significant Mechitzah that will have an effect also on the status of the Rochba itself, because it's a Tzuras HaPesach which is right in between the Shvil and the Rochba. So is that a good Eitzah? So the Gemara says it is, but the problem is it's not practical. Also Gemali Shadyanle. Camels that pass through in that area are going to throw off this mechitza. The camels pass through this area. They want to get down to the river to drink water. And so it's not a practical eitze to put up a mechitza over there. So what do you do? El Amar So Abaye says you have to make on the other side. Le'eved lechi. Or actually even on this side itself. Le'eved lechi. Apischa deshvul So you can't put up a tzuras pesach It's going to block the camels from passing through. So just put up a lechi. And the migu, the mahanye, the shvil shulkramim, this lechi, since the lechi works to be matter, to carry in the shvil, in the, in the um, pathway between the vineyards, mahani nami So this lechi will also work to be matter, the, the, uh, the rochba, to carry in the rochba as well. That was what Abaya said. Amalei Rave, so Rave says, no, you can't do this. In Cain, people are going to say, Yoimru lechi moyel l'shvil shal kromim da'alma. People are going to think that just one lechi works in a pathway that's going through vineyards. What's the, what's the mistake people will make? So Rashi explains, usually a, vi- a vineyard that has a shvil that goes through it is open on both ends. If it's open on both ends, a lechi alone doesn't work. You have to have a tzuras pesach we learned if it's open on both ends, you have to have a tzuras pesach on one side and a lechi on the other side. Over here, this is also a shvil that it's open on both ends. Elamai on the back end it has a nohar, so therefore it really is closed off. But people won't realize that it doesn't have a regular wall in the back. <coughs> it's, it's open to a river. So if you're going to put a lechi in the front, people are going to think that in every every shvil you're allowed to uh, just put up a lechi and it's enough. So therefore, in such a case, when your back wall is not a regular wall. Aravis argues you can't rely on this. So therefore Aravis says you have to put the lechi on the other side. Put up the lechi on the other side where there's the mavoi. 
not by the Shvil Shal Kramim. The Migu, the Mahanyale Lechi, Lamasa, since the Lechi works to be Matir, to carry in the Mavoi, Mahani Nami Lerachba. So that Lechi could also be used that to, to change the status of the Rachba to be allowed to carry inside the Rachba. And Hilkach, so what, if you put up that Lechi, what's the Halacha going to be? Tultuli b'masa gufeshari. So now you have a lechi for your mavoi. You're allowed to carry in your mavoi. Tultuli b'rachba gufeshari. You're also going to be allowed to carry in the rachba because you put up that lechi with the purpose of being mater the mavoi and also the rachba. So you can carry in the rachba as well. But now the question is, mimasa l'rachba. From the mavoi to this open lat, to the rachba. Umirachba l'masa. From the rachba to the mavoi. Are you allowed to carry from one to another? You're allowed to carry in each place separately, but you're allowed, are you allowed to carry from one to another? So this is a machlaikis of Ravacha and Ravina. Chad Asar, the Chad Shari. One says that it's Asar and one says it's Mutter. And the Gemara explains. Man, the Shari, the one that says that it's allowed, says, why not? The Haleke de Yudin. There's no one that's actually living in the Rochba. If there's no one that's actually living in the Rochba, the whole Gzeira of a Ruve Chatseris, when you carry from one area to another, is when you have people living in a house, people living in a Chatser, or there's people that are living in one Chatser, other people that are living in another Chatser, so then you can't carry from one Chatser to another. Over here, you're carrying from the Mavoy to the Rochba, from the Rochba to the Mavoy, Leke the Yudin. There's nobody that's living there now in the Rochba, so therefore there's no issue. The Takana of a Ruve Chatseris doesn't apply. Umanda Asar, the one that says that it's not allowed, he holds Zimnin the Havibidiyudin. A Rachba is an area that it could be potentially that houses could be opened into this area. If you're going to allow to carry from the Mavi to the Rachba, when a house is going to be open to this area, so now it's going to be an issue and people are not allowed to carry from the Rachba to the Mavoi, so therefore Chachamim even before this were geyser that you should not be allowed to carry from a Rachba to a Mavoi and the Gzair of Yeruvah Chatzeres applies over here as well.